This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, comic book readers, and welcome to a special episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Yeah, normally Tiffany's with me here in the studio, but we just got back from Baltimore Comic-Con just this past weekend. In fact, if you were at Baltimore Comic-Con, maybe you even saw one of us walking the floor because we literally were at Baltimore Comic-Con up until only several hours ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to talk about that. But of course, this is a comic book show. So we're going to be talking about all the new books that came out the past week that we read and enjoyed. And uh, you might notice a little bit of a light week. Yeah, very, very much so. I thought I read somewhere that there was a supply shortage or outage or something, which I mean, we've heard about across the board for a lot of industries. So it wouldn't surprise me, especially with a print company when paper is hard to come by that's right in in fact that paper shortage is actually going to impact the plans going forward from a number of your favorite publishers for Mm -hmm. example we just recently found it i think yeah last night image comics announced that they will not be doing second editions yeah yeah second runs second runs so if a if a book is a runaway success like for example let's say saga came back in august (laughs) which i understand it's going to well Yes, I I think that this is, I think 100% this is because of a paper shortage, because paper is really expensive, it goes up every year, and then to have a shortage is going to skyrocket the price. Print is expensive across the board. Yes. Um, You don't think it is, because it's like you buy paper for your printer, it's not that expensive, but when you're talking about paper of different qualities and quantities, and with specific reason, and the amount that they have to utilize, it costs a lot. But I think it's also going to help to generate some more, like scarcity scarcity for some of their books especially since they know substack is coming it's happening has already Um, come there's some books not necessarily finished books but pages at least you can look at the the process by which Mm -hmm. some of these uh these these substack creators are 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 coming up with their with their projects for sure and i also think that it will potentially help the retailer it's either going to push it to digital because this one where you're going to be able to get it or it's going to help the the local comic book store because you're going to need a pull list you're going to need to know that you want this in the store and, and you're going to need to be able to tell your retailer how many to purchase and at the end of the day if you want your favorite series to survive, if you want mm-hmm. your books to continue into multiple, maybe even double digits, you need to <laughs> pre-order your books. And I'm sorry, like there are so many people out there who every time you talk about the pre-ordering thing say, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't believe in that business model. And so I will not. And it's like, OK, right. well, then get ready to not believe in the books you read because they're going to be canceled. It's like, it doesn't matter how much, it's not Tinkerbell. So it doesn't matter how many times you clap your freaking hand. You got to get this thing going. And if you're, if you want your book to survive, you got to pre-order. I literally, we, we generated a new recent uh, uh, pull list at a local comic book store, Dewey's comic city in yes. uh, Dover, New Jersey, which you should check out. Cause it's also in the art store for the Joe Cooper school. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little and... piece of history too. Exactly. But uh, we worked out a, a pull list with them. I have a pull list over at zap comics in Wayne, New Jersey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I love both stores and I want to see them both succeed. But, mm-hmm. uh, but it was so much easier to go in and I got all the first runs of the indie books that you buy. Yes. <laughs> it was so convenient. I could go in on Thursday 
yeah and be like here are all the books and i didn't have to worry about like did did some speculator come in and buy it all and that's honestly where i find it to be the most useful they tend to overorder on the big two but on yeah. the indie stuff they did they don't know and I, I don't blame them they there's no way they could possibly know how a book's gonna hit when it's an no. independent creator new story um, sure, they might think a number one might sell a little bit better, but they don't really know how much better or and they don't want to get caught with all these extra issues um, exactly. that they're going to end up throwing in a dollar bin. Right. Uh, so right. the pull list for me there is like, if I want a physical, I don't feel so bad about having the pull list in that arena because I feel like it's it's a responsible thing to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, by the way, of course, this show is brought to you by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, well, congratulations. You're one of the lucky <laughs> few who can sponsor today's episode with your super chats by asking a mm -hmm. question or comment. Uh, and we'll read them here on the show, integrate them into the show. We also yeah. want to thank our friends over at Comixology. We want to tell you to get ready to celebrate Scott Tober this October with three brand new titles from acclaimed comic book creator Scott Snyder and Comixology Originals featuring art from superstar artist Greg Capullo, Francesco Francavilla, and Francis Manipal. These titles will be released throughout the month of October and will be available via Comixology Unlimited. Try Comixology Unlimited today with a free 30-day trial it's free. Get an unlimited access to over 40,000 comics, graphic novels, and manga. Go to comicsology.com slash unlimited now to begin your adventure. Yeah. So, And by the way, uh, you can read Night of the Ghoul. I think that's coming out either this week or or it's already come out. Uh, yes. Clear. And uh, we, we, we are demons or have demons. We have demons. We have them. You we always are... wanted to be we are demons. It's true. It's true. That's yeah. the comic pop motto. Yes, we are demons. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. Is uh, it, His is we have demons. We are demons here at Comic yeah. Pop. But uh, <laughs> we have some great people here today. Brian Rollins mentions uh, Late Night Off the Rack. Let's go. I thought Death of Doctor Strange 2 was a fun, fast read. We'll, well get into that for sure. That's 100%. Right. Let's, we'll talk about that. Your boy Chips Ahoy. Good evening. Hope you all are good. <laughs> You too, man. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed United States of Cap. The Cap Network should have been more developed, but for what it is, it's good. Yes, I remember that. This I remember hearing about that like a year and a half ago, and finally we get that kind of like realized. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I'm sure that, and that's the thing is like when people were detracting it, it's like, dude, it's only going to be like this thing, and then sure enough, <laughs> there it was, and 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 it left people wanting more. Uh, Raj Patel, Superman and Nightwing are still the best books DC's producing in the current continuity, and one of them is just a tie-in issue. Taylor's really hitting it out of the park. Agreed, Nightwing is a tie-in, and uh, I did read it, and I enjoyed it. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Okay. Because Elizabeth Russell has to say, hey guys, hope you're doing well. We are, thank you very much. Hi. I have started reading Deadpool, and I was wondering if you could recommend any runs. I like the versions where he is more serious and less goofy. I'm out for that because I I only know some of the more goofy ones. So I can't help you there, unfortunately. Well, recommend your your run on Daredevil or, or Deadpool that you enjoyed. Well, I like the the Kelly Thompson one, but I will say he's far more sarcastic than that. But like, and I'm not saying like there's like some serious to it because he is hurting. But trust me, it is it is very sarcastic and a bit jokey. But I still enjoyed it anyway. Um, but take it over, Sal. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, honestly. I don't like Deadpool most of the time, mm. but Cullen Bunn did write this amazing Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. And that's the one you're going to want to read. If you want a serious Deadpool, Joe Kelly also introduced us to a more kind of like sad clown version of Deadpool. Yeah. There, there's, you know, uh, Brian Posehn's is also really funny. Technically it's not as funny as I find Brian Posehn to be, mm -hmm. but it's still good. Uh, so yeah, I check that out. <laughs> uh, big thanks to Danny Ollie for your super sticker, which I can't see right now, but I'm sure it is. 
uh, Comics Kings bombs in to say, glad you guys made it back safely from Baltimore Comic Con. He was there too. And Thank uh, if you, you saw so him. Uh, Nerd King 101 Saturday Night Live Pop. Sunday Night. Sunday Night Live Pop. Will it take over Saturday Night Live? Look forward to you, the show. I hope you are both doing well. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Did something are. happen? Do people hear that we're not doing well? I appreciate the kind I think wishes, it's because but more people it's are like, are you all right? And we were traveling, you know what I mean? Like, That's I think true. it's just, I think it's just a, it's, I think it's very polite. I think it is. I think it's, I, think I, it's I, very, I really very appreciate polite. it. Thank and you. And I want, I want to say thank you to those who have noticed my, my space behind me. A very different arena for a lot of you to see me in um. that's true yeah normally we're <laughs> in uh the comic pop studio which is where i am right now and that's literally just I, the reason why we're doing it like this normally it's much more uh intimate because tiffany's like right here or here yeah. uh but the reason why we're not doing it that way is because i wanted to do uh this because tiffany and i have to go into new york city tomorrow we have to watch <laughs> a movie that marvel is putting out and i yes. can't say any more than that but nope. it's going to take up a lot of time and mm -hmm. we got to get the halloween episode out by wednesday so a lot of a lot of things are happening and uh so we thought hey let's just jump in and do off the rack live tonight on sunday you get it yeah. on monday no we're not missing a beat here morty we're not missing a beat but uh <laughs> yeah so so that's why we're, we're we're seeing two different versions but i like tiffany's studio and your, your, you. your workspace and if you want to see more of it you can follow us over on <laughs> twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch tiffany play video games you're gonna be playing guardians of the galaxy which is coming out soon it's literally coming out monday well tuesday at midnight so it's like in my head that's monday night but it's technically tuesday morning um right. but it's coming out on tuesday and i'm gonna jump in on that for sure cool so if you want to see a first look at uh, the guardians of the galaxy game coming from marvel you can you, you can't go wrong watching Tiffany play it because I know you're you're also going to try and get ahead of some of those skins because like you know the originals aren't great yes I mean we'll see but yes. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, Sol Moretti says uh or Moretti says can't watch dead tired post work have a good week you too oh uh, no problem uh get some rest thank you so much so let's jump into some books uh okay. oh right before we do Obviously, this is the show where we take the books of the past week, recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week, which is Tuesday and Wednesday, that we think you should pick up. Mm -hmm. uh, we also went to Baltimore Comic Con, so we want to talk about that a little bit before we get into the comics. And uh, so let's do that. Let's talk a little bit about Baltimore, because uh, we also went to New York Comic Con two weeks ago. Yes. And I know that like as uh, we, we get further and further into like the booster period of the uh, coronavirus... Uh, people are wondering when we're going to get back to normal, when we're going to get back to like some semblance of normalcy. Right. And uh, I want to give you some light at the end of the tunnel because like a, there are quite a few members of our audience who may have been brought in during that time. Mm -hmm. So you only know comics or maybe comic pop during a time of crisis and coronavirus. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about uh, how uh, the con season has been going. Uh, we, we we did New York Comic Con, obviously, two weeks ago. Uh, not a lot has come out of that. Uh, obviously, the big two and three and four and five didn't come to the convention. So it was just a very uh, bare, it's seeming superficially bare bones. But when you get there, didn't really miss anything. Same stable of creators, same mm -hmm. uh, merchants, uh, and same fans as, as you'd normally expect. Maybe mm -hmm. a little bit more room. And of course, that's that's it's a, it's twofold because like you had the the room from the lack of the big guns and also the Javits had just finished building out for the first time in 10 years. So, Hey, uh, ample opportunities for both. So that went well. Uh, and it's because I think of the tireless efforts from the people at Reed and mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, 
the clear option, like the, the, the restrictions in New York, right? Yes. Yeah. Because in New Jersey, restrictions, a little bit more loosey goosey. You can go anywhere you want. And, and people are like, oh, could you, could you wear, could you wear a mask? Would you mind? Would you it mind? is. Mm. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to upset anybody. It's New York, all, it, like, you it's can't all on... come in here. Yes. Well, it's all based on trust in Jersey and in New York, you need an app and you need any number of apps that they have. And um, New York Comic Con embraced it. They embraced the app process and you had your app and you went in that you got this cloth based wristband with a terrifying uh, stopper oh, on it. Because yes. if you put the stopper up too far, it wouldn't go back down. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, Which I did immediately. I know. I, I had a death grip on my wrist and I'm like, and you, and we were at the, the, the tent city and they were like, do you like you guys were like, do you want to get them to put another one on? And I'm like, nah. And then I realized I thought about showering for two more days without it. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, yeah, we, we did that. But anyway, uh, that's New York. Uh, but in in the light of New York, we talked a little bit about New York and how well they handled it and how like mm -hmm. how much more comfortable see, people seemed to be. In hand, the many people that I saw that were rules and i didn't see them pervasively throughout the show i just i could probably count on one hand maybe even fewer than five fingers the amount of people i saw who were not observing the rules properly yeah most people i think people are just happy to be there and that was very exciting just happy just happy to be there exactly uh baltimore same exact deal and i mm -hmm. will say baltimore didn't have the same like it didn't have all the bells and whistles and uh and and and, and apps and uh tech that were involved but uh the principles were still there Mm -hmm. Right. They they wanted you to feel safe. They wanted to make sure that there were mandates in place, that there were uh, vaccine requirements within. Mm -hmm. And so if you needed to get in, you kind of had to follow the rules. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had a number of cancellations. Baltimore Comic Con. We've told you, you if you like this show and you've heard it at least for a year, you know that we've been hyping up Baltimore Comic Con forever. Yes, we really uh, like the show. It's a real comic book convention without yes. feeling like a small local con. It feels like no. a real legitimate con, but like focused on comic books. Yeah, just a. it feels like one of the big guns, but mm -hmm. uh, it has the respect and the cachet of your favorite comic book creators mm -hmm. and uh, and local merchants and, uh, and and indie artists. So and and that's the thing is comic books are the big focus of that show. So it's like, mm -hmm. wow, how cool. And as a result, they've gotten some pretty big names over the years uh, yeah. for, for over a decade. And now in light of the uncertainty of the coronavirus, uh, they had a number of people who were hyped probably a year ago. Mm -hmm. And then we got into uh, the, the Delta variants and whatnot. And they were like, ah, and we lost, I don't know, probably over a dozen creators big names people yeah. like bendis and uh the simonsons and uh you know chaikin and uh, frank miller yeah uh, and people I, who you'd understand why they yes, might be more cautious for sure right but uh that didn't discount the people who were there like no. tom king mitch jared's doc shaner uh jim shooter was there uh yes. philip kennedy johnson was there uh, uh garth ennis garth ennis was there cliff chong was there hey, brian uh, k vaughn brian k vaughn a number of creators and we talked to almost all of them not on camera uh because you guys don't care about that but maybe no. you might care about hearing us talk a little bit about it so yes. let's talk a little bit about our experience at baltimore we went from friday saturday sunday mm -hmm. um 
we had a number of things signed and uh, interacted with. Uh, we, I got my Superman Up in the Sky signed by Tom you King. You sure did. And uh, it was great. It's, you know, King's a funny guy. If you have ever watched this show or our sister show, Elseworlds Exchange, you probably know that already because you've seen Tom on the show at least twice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he remembered me and was happy to sign this. A really, really personal message. Nothing. But he did sign it. And I do appreciate the love and effort that went into it. I have the same thing with Supergirl. Uh, I realize now what I should have said was I should have been like, can you write on here? I wrote, I write the words that are in this book. Right. The take on my, I like the, I like to read the words that are in this book, but I thought of it now. Yeah. So uh, once time travel becomes part of everyday lives, I will be able to go back and remedy that. I'm looking Um, forward to it. Along the same lines. I uh, also got our strange adventures signed by Mitch and uh doc and uh, tom king yep they're all very very kind they're just all three friends so it's so funny because it's like simultaneously like hooray i'm getting it signed but like also like i feel like i'm infringing on the hangout right um, but they don't get to see each other in person they don't they don't but it's they're super nice and um easily flattered <laughs> that's true yeah yeah no they're 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 terrific uh folks yeah they also had like some stuff for sale i Kept considering getting the Superman red and blue uh, print that yeah, Doc Shaner did. You did. I didn't get it, but yeah, I got so many other okay. things. Maybe uh, another time. For it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. So uh, what else did we do while we were there? Uh, well, I had the chance to get a couple of things signed by Chris Bocciolo, who was there. Right. Chris Bocciolo was there. I was like, oh, my God, this is never going to happen again. So Dr. <laughs> Strange, my number one of Jason Aaron's, who I already had signed by Jason Aaron. I also got signed by Chris Bocciolo and Tim Townsend, who is the anchor, who we then later saw looking desperately for a burger. Yes, because that was he great. A, he had like a brief lunch break and then was like, do you guys know any places? He was like stuck on the sky bridge thing because he couldn't get in. And we're like, oh, we can just buzz you in via the hotel. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then we're, he's like, do you know where to go? And we're like, no. No, I mean, like, we've in, been going here for 10 years, but we have no idea where to eat because if, if you were in New Jersey, maybe we could help you out. But I, I, I got nothing, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he ever ate. No, but, but uh, we, we do did. know that he had a he had a hard time because he was like, <laughs> oh, the ramen place is closed. Then he tried it anyway, then found it was like going to be a 20 minute wait. We tried it, go. too. We were like, oh, I'll try it anyway. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. And then we intercepted each other again, like a couple times. It was great. Yeah. But uh, but he's he's a peach. Everybody's great. Uh, there were no, uh, there were no unpleasant folks. By the Peter Damasi was there. I saw him in New York, so I didn't even bother him this time. But like, he was there too. Didn't bother him. Or uh, what Sal actually did was, as we were walking through the con, <laughs> at one point he was walking the opposite direction of us, and Sal just yelled at, "Hey, Pete!" Like he knew him, <laughs> like they were friends. Tomasi turned around and was like, hey, but like had this look of utter confusion on his face. Uh, you, you suggested it was more like, hey, like, Please. like, hey. Do I know you? Did I, get, did I just get tricked? I don't know. Yes, it was spectacular. Yeah. I met uh, <laughs> Philip Kennedy Johnson for the first time, uh, just accidentally. I was congratulating David Pepos for his uh, Ringo Award winning book, The OZ. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we were just chatting and I just you know was offering my congratulations and uh, PKD like walked or pkj walked up yeah and was just like and just congratulated him and they were talking i'm like hey you guys are like industry people so i'm gonna get out of here and just mm-hmm. go do the show and he's like oh hey well I- i'm sorry i'm sorry hey I- i'm philip and i'm like i know You're like i know uh, who you are yeah but i but i tried to keep it cool i don't think i did but you know i, tried. I think you did i i, I wasn't there but you weren't there so you don't know you told me but i it, don't it know not. uh i did meet uh cliff chung although you did not because you were at I the did. brand cave on meet and greet 
Uh, he was very magnanimous and friendly, and he was happy to sign this uh, a copy of Paper Girls, which had already been signed by Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, which was great. And I did go to the meet and greet, thanks to Sal, because I had, okay, so here's what sucks. It doesn't really suck because it's understandable. But what sucks is I bought Sal a meet and greet with Frank Miller for his birthday. And then Frank Miller canceled. Uh, and simultaneously, Sal went and got me the Brian K. Vaughn meet and greet. I guess that I had something to do while he was at his, which he didn't have to do. But then it turns out only I got to go to a meet and greet and Sal got to do nothing. That's not true. I walked the floor. I had a good time. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but I went to the Brian K. Vaughn meet and greet. And I'm sure some of you saw some of, like, of my tweets because the meet and greet was actually like a mini panel where people could just ask questions. And instead of me trying to sit there and desperately come up with a question, because in those instances, I have no brain power. I just listened to everything he said and tried to record as much as I could because he doesn't really do interviews. So I was like, this is really good information. Like talking about the fact that Saga is coming back and that, yes, in fact, it is going to have a time jump. And the time jump will probably cover just about the time of the hiatus. Like right. we'll have missed the adventures of Hazel and Fam from the time twenty eighteen. Yes, till now. So about that time, he also made sure to say that, like, he's like, it wasn't because of why the last man. He's like, I didn't really work on that. Oh. Like I like during that time we took a break because he'd finished Ex Machina and then he was like, listen, I needed a break from comics for a little bit after that. I just finished that. I just needed a minute. And so he yeah. took that minute, and during that time, you know, Staples had a baby. And then oh. Brian K. Vaughn had another baby. <laughs> and so they now they're here, and they're ready to come back, and they're excited. And like I said in my tweet, like he has always known what the last panel of Saga will be. Uh, someone asked if it had changed since he originally came up with it. No, it's exactly what it's going to be. He knows timeline-wise and like story-wise what characters will die, what characters will be introduced, and that almost never changes for him. Um, and like I said in my tweet as well, that like um, someone already knows the ending and how it's supposed to go because he's like, just in case, something, what if I get hit by a bus or something like Fiona doesn't like to know. She doesn't want to be spoiled. Right. And so she finds out the scripts like when she gets them. She doesn't want to know. The yeah. only thing she wants to know is a lion cat will never die and neither will goose. Those are her two favorites. That's she's what like, she wants. She's like, you could kill Hazel. That's fine. Just not those two. Yes. <laughs> Brian's like, all it does is make me want to kill them even more. <laughs> no, I'm like, you're not funny. You're, right? you're not funny. Bro. I'm sorry. Did you want to pitch your idea for? Uh... Yeah, I wish I had said this. I didn't think about it till later, but I was like, will there be lying kittens? And then instead of like them saying lying, it's just a, like a pile of them, and they say fib. <laughs> you know, they're babies. Yeah, I want to see Fiona Staples draw a basket of lying cats, and they're just <laughs> and they just fib, 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 because that's like a mew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a, like an adorable idea. Um, I also pitched that he should work with Nick Darrington. Oh yeah, I would like to see that. Who did he say he wanted to work with again? Uh, Frank not, Quietly. Frank Quietly. Yeah, it's fine with me. Right. Also, a good choice. Good choice, Brian. Will um, uh, Brian K. Vaughn be returning to the Big Two at any point? No, he would prefer not to. He said that uh, as much as he enjoyed his time with them, he much prefers to create his own characters. Um, working with. Um, image with walking dead and Kirkman. And like, he was so honored to have that opportunity and he was, couldn't believe that they let him just do his own thing with that whole, whatever they were doing over there Right but from it. He realized how much he missed making his own characters and writing his own stories. And so maybe we'll see him there, but like, probably not, not unless there's a good, good reason. Right now. Uh, in as, as part of that meet and greet, you also got a chance to get a few things signed. I know they gave you tickets for how many pieces? 10. 
and wow. I had and I brought two, so I was a loser. But I wasn't getting any C, anything CGC'd. Um, I did ask him to personalize because I was want like this. It, this is for me. This isn't an investment. This is just for me. Um, so I got Runaways signed um, because in the past I had gotten several Saga issues signed. Um, so I was like, let's do something else. So we did that, and then of course the Oath. Um, Yay! Because this is the gateway drug, I think, for anybody when it comes to Doctor Strange. It's the easiest way I think to get into that character. So yep. I was like, oh, we got to do it. Definitely. Also, um, my cat had chewed on the corner of the plastic bag, which I only realized uh, when I was sitting there and that I had still had a post-it note, which I took out in here from when we did this on back issues. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna look like a really big dork. <laughs> I thought that was a great gateway to, to make it into a conversation, but well, he asked anyway, cause he saw it on my name. Cause I, I held my name up because with masks on it's sometimes it's hard to like, convey what your name is or spelling and like you're in a room and people are talking it wasn't like cacophonous but i still was like here this is how it's spelled right. don't assume letters yeah because i've gotten some random spellings of my name even though I'm oh like, sure okay um but yeah so that was such a, a nice uh treat and I'm, I'm very thankful to sal for providing that for me and letting and letting me go to that we got like a really great print from them as well of the cover i'm putting the mic in my front of my face in order to pull it out uh if i can that's not it. <laughs> there it is. Nope, that's not it. I'll find it. Sal, you talk. All right. Well, Anthony Morelli says that he uh, is at work. He just wanted to pop in and ask our thoughts on season three and four of Young Justice. As far as I know, only Joel's even talking about it. I'm not watching it. I didn't watch any of those seasons, so I can't say anything to that effect. But thank you. Uh, this is the this is the cover of the next issue of yeah, Saga. It's, it's just a really print. dope print. And then the other side was Paper Girls. Because they're working on Paper Girls, whether or not we see it, that's up to Amazon. Amazon well, but, makes that decision because. And how it, much Paper Girls is done? Uh, he said he had just that eat like the night before watched uh, episode six in his room. Episode six of Paper Girls, a show that no one even, well, some people don't even know is even a show. Yeah, because Amazon apparently will shoot it and then they'll like show it to a bunch of like marketers and like test groups and all that stuff. And then he's like, hopefully it'll see the light of day. According, the best thing we could do was to buy paper girls and or write our congressman. That was his <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> Good like, suggestion. Thanks, Brian. Uh, pork Chop says, I love you guys. Thanks for everything. Well, thank you, Pork Chops, for being here and for watching the show. We really appreciate yeah, it. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, any other highlights from Baltimore you want to jump into? Um, yeah, of course. Um, one more thing is that I got to talk to Garth Ennis. Yes, you and, did. Um, it was, I mean, like... We Sal and I were both hilariously on that line with like really sort of random books because Sal had Bloodlines Hitman. I did. I had uh, the Demon Annual <laughs> Number Two, which was the introduction to Hitman. I had two copies. I was like, whatever. I'll uh, I'll get him to sign this. I have no. I have one issue of Preacher, and it's not especially important to me. Um, I love Preacher. That's like the thing that I love Garth Ennis for the most. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, he already signed my Volume One, so I don't need to do him like do any more. Right. Uh, I don't really like. I like his Punisher, but I don't care enough to have it signed. It's not like it means that much to me, so I didn't have anything for that. Right. Uh, I also didn't have any good single issues for that anyway. Uh, and outside of that, oh, I wanted to sign Sarah, but like thanks to TKO, the books are like so weirdly sized. I couldn't like travel with it. So yes. I didn't bring Sarah. But he did say that uh, Sarah is getting um, uh, two chapters. Like they're getting uh, two sequels. Yeah. And that, I heard him say that it was one of his favorites that he's ever read. He did. He loves Sarah. And if you haven't read it, uh, it's from TKO Productions. Sarah is a really good uh, series where mm -hmm. it, it, if, you're, if you're sick of like really cynical, miserable Ennis, I mean, like this book is unhappy mm -hmm. but it's also historically awesome and 
like pulled directly from real history and it's just it's a really dope ass story and uh obviously it's not gonna be like a to- a true sequel to sarah but it's in the same universe and it's just like from different perspectives and different areas of the war and uh so that's kind of cool like mm-hmm. I- i'm down for that but yeah, so yeah. i brought so i brought my hitman issue i was like this would be funny right i'm like here i got some garbage for you to sign but i just wanted to talk to you for a minute and like chat about sarah if you want to know more uh if you like this show you like elseworlds exchange guess what garth came on the show to pimp sarah it might be on comic pop prime but either way just look up comic pop and garth ennis interview and you'll find it no but, for uh, sure but you got to talk to him and you practically did an interview with him for like a good five minutes <laughs> i did not because <laughs> uh, i had um hellblazer issue 43 which is two away from the first time he jumped onto the book but has a really one of my favorite um images and one of the only like um floppies that we have like singles but i love the um image of like the, the cancer realized within john in like a nightmarish uh scape um and I brought that up and it is a well-loved, very beat up copy. And like he even commented on that. But like everyone else in line either had 41, The Boys, Punisher. That was yep. the main ones I saw up and down the line. Um, so we just chatted about about uh, John and I was I made sure to call him John because I knew the American in me was not going to say the name correctly. I knew that. <laughs> and I made a comment on that. And the guy next to him was like, well, how do you say it? And I'm like, well, I, I'm like. I say constant uh, Constantine, but that's not how I believe it's said, according to Ennis, because um, because of the fact that Alan calls him Constantine. That's his name. Right. That's his name. That's it. That's the end of it. I was like, okay, that, that's fair. It's very hard for me to unlearn. Yeah. What right already has. Wait, he was he was super super nice, um, super friendly. We had a really uh, interesting conversation about the character of John, and you know where he comes from and what he's all about. And the fact that the reason that I personally like him is because he's fallible because he represents some of the worst of us. And that's what makes him an uncomfortable hero to read sometimes because we might see a little bit of ourselves in him, but he has the ability to do good. Uh, And for him, he just loves the idea that um, with superheroes, there's always a loss to doing something heroic. And oftentimes it's that human part. And for John, he definitely lost that. Uh, So I, we could have kept talking, but I felt bad. And so I was like, okay, I should probably go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, I love that. For the Thank record, you ended the conversation, but you would have liked to have kept it going. So, sure. Garth, if if your representatives are watching, please know that was not intentional. It was just in in you know in deference to the line, which was yeah, considerable. Yeah, but it was really really nice, and that was honestly a highlight because he was so so friendly, and like I I had no idea. I'd never met him before. I'd seen him in your interview, and it's not that he wasn't friendly there, but like I don't know. I just didn't know what to expect, and he was just no. so nice. That's so right. Funny. So overall, yeah. fantastic. I would recommend it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and if you haven't read, if you haven't read any Hellblazer, of course, I'm going to tell you to go back to the Delano stuff. The the first Hellblazer runs, they're great. But if you're like, you know what? I just want to read the Ennis stuff. You can. It's okay. You can jump in there. And Ennis is John. I, I love him. I love him so much. He is, he is such a bastard. And like <laughs> for Ennis, he's like, Listen, it's the fact that like when he was introduced in Swamp Thing, you know, he's like, I'm a nasty bit of business. <laughs> and he's like, that's what he is. He is that like he is that 100 percent through and through. Um, and so he writes him like that. But like there is the potential for goodness. Yeah. If you can get through it all. Exactly. Through all of the bollocks. <laughs> uh, tinfoil Tyrant says, hope everything is, uh, everyone's having a good evening. We are. Thank you very much. Much love Thank to you, you. too, Tinfoil. Uh, Ollie Davis mentioned, happy to hear that Saga News stoked it won't 
be a show. Yeah, that was... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, any predictions or hopes for when it comes back? Also, thanks for the update on Twitter, Tiffany. I couldn't make it to Baltimore Comic Con. Oh, sure, no problem. Again, that panel was just, it was like a secret panel, and he just opened it up, and it just turned into a panel of him just talking about his projects, which was fantastic. Yep. Um, He couldn't talk to us about Paper Girls really too, too much, because, you know. they Oh, they're also shopping Why the Last Man Around. They're trying to not let it end. Right. So, yes. Cool. If you heard the show got canceled with before the whole season, I think, dropped. He but, said, according uh, to him, it's funny because he said FX didn't pick it up. Hmm. So I was like, okay. Um, but, yeah, he, someone was like, so now do you think you'd ever want to do Saga as a TV show? And he, like, you know, with the ability that people, like, that they have with Invincible, for example, making it a, a cartoon, like, would you consider going that? He's like, it's not just that I don't think they couldn't do it. It's, I don't want it to yay i don't think that's gonna change and i was like i almost i i wanted to applaud but no one else reacted and i was like i don't want to be that person right it's just um, like yeah but i was like yes thank you thank you that's all i've ever wanted to hear was that you're committed to that promise that like this is where this is supposed to be this is the medium that this story is meant to be in so super exciting <laughs> totally uh goku said sunday live stream feels special lol hope baltimore was fun it was indeed thank you goku uh, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, we had these great car- uh, creator interactions. Uh, I should also mention that uh, if you've ever seen me, if you know us from uh, the podcast Word Balloon, uh, <laughs> then you know John Suntress, who was also there. And he was doing some work. Uh, and uh, we actually got to hang out, get dinner together, and hung out yeah. with... Uh, I got to meet for the first time Jim McLaughlin, who wrote the columns for uh, Wizard and so much more. Uh, and uh, that was kind of a fun little fandom moment for me as well. But yeah. uh, but getting to hang out and have dinner with John was a really uh, was a, was an added treat mm-hmm. and uh, and a rare privilege. And I'm really like lucky to have uh, had that experience. And I just want to say, uh, you know, it's really fun to hang out with him. And you know, for sure. But before we move on from talking about the con, I just want to show off Sal's like dope like lithoprint. Sure, yeah. So like, because the Frank Miller thing didn't work out, they did provide uh, these Frank Miller lithographs of like I think it's his art as well, which is like, dude, still got it. Uh, but it's still dope, uh, and he signed them. And uh, the, we actually just rolled it over to the following year. So, you know, next year, we'll see. Next Hopefully. year in Baltimore. Yeah, maybe Frank Miller. And then I just want to give a shout out to Ofua Richardson for not only oh looking fabulous every day of the con. Woman comes dressed in cosplay each day. First day was Maleficent, second day was Corella Deville, and third day was Harley. I got to, the chance to see her on the Corella day. Fabulous. Um, but I, I had to grab this storm. Uh, you might know her from her covers, but she did this back here, which is one of the Marvel albums that they did. Um, those covers that they did back, I can't remember when. Um, I love that one, but I couldn't I couldn't walk away without my without Storm. Yeah. Without, gorgeous. Gorgeous. It was, gorgeous, it gorgeous. was yeah. And she's I such a sweetheart. You, yeah. There was just something about Baltimore that was easier for me to buy art this year. And I don't know why versus New York Comic Con. I don't know if it was just Artist Alley was, you know, solidly curated or just because I knew that we could just put it back into the um in the hotel so. i think that was exactly what it was i think <laughs> access and knowing we could just throw it back yeah. uh, b black says happy halloween week i never grew up celebrating halloween but my wife totally has me watching halloween town and hocus pocus uh hocus pocus is an underrated gem by the way i should mention yeah. uh, uh what's been your favorite halloween lawn setup candy and do you decorate we do decorate oh yeah we do oh, have yeah. candy uh, i like to have full candy bars or at the very least full options uh and as far as favorite uh halloween lawn setup uh there's a there's a neighbor who used to be my middle school superintendent uh who 
goes all out and not only does he go all out on halloween i don't even even know if he's alive anymore but the but the family keeps that tradition going and has since i was in grade school Mm -hmm. Uh, and they went nuts i'd never seen like a like full-on halloween display like this before where it was Mm -hmm. like animatronics and whole like setups and dioramas and whatnot but they also do it at holiday time so uh, on Christmas, you go up the street and that house has like, infected everyone else on that street to go further. It's a uh, holiday plague. It's a holiday plague. I love it. But uh, they only really the Halloween one is just for them, really. But uh, that actually snowballed to making it into like a Christmas display that like has infected the entire avenue. So one of our actually ap- apropos of our Halloween favorite lawn setups it's actually one of my favorite hollow uh christmas traditions is to get the family into the car and then we drive up the street and just like look at everyone's decorations yeah really but, do uh, love it yeah. and um candy wise we're a full-size house we, yeah. we get the full-size candy bars mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah and, and 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 i think that's the way it should be uh kb yeah. holy cow comp pop after dark is back yeah this is actually just off the rack after dark so hopefully you're enjoying it it's uh getting, some guy saucy Happy Halloween, guys. Yes, it is Halloween. It is. We're getting there. It's uh, six days away. Someone just mentioned, I was like, I haven't done enough Halloween at all. No. I got to no. up my Halloween game. Uh, Deb M, what's a way, what a way to end this weekend. Tiffany, that office is a mood I can get behind. What are you Thank drinking? You. Also, was Krakoa <laughs> mentioned in Dark Ages? Krakoa's not mentioned in Dark no, Ages. No, And I really appreciate it. Yeah, I think I think they're just taking the spirit of what Krakoa was or is and kind of translating it into there. You can, you can think that it was there or not based on so far in dark ages. What am I drinking? It's, it's an herbal tea. Um, And thank you so much. I, I've been working hard to curate um, this space and I have a bit more wall over there. You can't see that doesn't have anything on it yet, but luckily we just purchased a bunch of art. So back to trying to figure out how to put all of this up. Exactly. Um, Uh, I don't know if you can Oh, hang on. I just want to point out my oh. Texiera. I don't know if you can really see it, um, but it's a it's a Ghost Rider uh, drawn by Mark uh, Texiera uh, in pencil. And what's hilarious, which you can't see, is on the back, we got it at an auction at a local con. He was there. I brought it over to him so that he could sign it to me because it's signed by him, but I wanted him to make it out to me. I wanted it to be customized. And on the back, he drew another tiny Ghost Rider. <laughs> so there's like a secret <laughs> skull back there. Yes. Well, it's just like on my uh, glow in the dark cover. He signed it in the flame, flame. through another Ghost Rider skull. Guy right. just looks drawn skulls. Hades good at it. That's why he's one of your favorite <laughs> Ghost Rider artists. Yes. Uh, Dan V900. If I were to have Garth Ennis sign anything, I'd probably be Hitman 34, which is the Superman issue. Those Sarah chapters uh, sound more like Battlefields, which is under TKO. Probably can't be said. Uh, sure, probably. Who cares? Uh, B Black says the trial of Magneto has me like those daytime soaps. Super melodramatic, a bit cheesy, but for some reason can't stop watching. Shout out to 90s X Men. We're, we're, I promise you, we're going to get into that. We're right? getting into that. But sure. first, let me talk a little bit about uh, Batman Catwoman number eight from tom king with newcomer uh, not really newcomer uh he's been around for a long time but mm-hmm. like liam sharp yes. is uh doing the art uh for man uh who couldn't do it uh but will be coming back to finish the series uh to issue 12 mm-hmm. uh eventually um mm-hmm. this was fine uh i i've been enjoying this series for a while and uh when liam sharp was announced to jump on board i was like oh man like I really wanted it to be cohesive. I wanted it to be like the same artist throughout. And, uh, you know, 
seeing the new Liam Sharp work, uh, it really lent itself to something. And I think there's a an argument could be made for it being thematically, you know, justifiable to, mm-hmm. to switch it up so drastically. But this issue failed to do that. Uh, okay. This issue was, uh, oh, I lost you. I'm sorry. Uh, this issue was not, <laughs> uh, an, it, it was fine, but without Clayman's art and without it being as, this was a little more loosey goosey and there was no, I couldn't find the theme that allowed it to be that way, that justified it. You know, it, just, it was just mm-hmm. Liam Sharp being like, let me just draw some cool shit. And I'm like, that's cool. But like this book is supposed to say something. It's trying to be something. And that's, mm-hmm. that's not what we're doing here right now. You know, it's not, yeah. this ain't reptile. Or reptilian. Reptilian. <laughs> yeah. This isn't Batman reptilian here. Which you know, is, this is, this is Batcat. Yeah. That being yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's very interesting. I'm enjoying well, it. It's setting I, things up, you know. Don't forget too, they were supposed to have that, um, that Batman Catwoman special that was supposed to be coming out in, I believe in July. Mm. but um was it uh, jean-paul leon had yes. passed yes um and so they had to delay it so i think they're just concerned about just delays in general i mean a lot oh, of their yeah. books have been delayed recently due to artist issues i'm thinking i'm looking at you wonder girl oh yeah i'm looking at but you we'll talk about her in a minute because like, we will yeah well, later on in the show yeah but like i'm sure they're like if you are okay with another artist doing it let's just do that because with delays in terms of artists and then delays in terms of like supplies yeah like they got to have some consistency somewhere and like the consistency isn't going to come in the art necessarily. Right. So, uh, whoop. uh, Axe with a super sticker. Thank you very much. Axe. Appreciate it. It's, it's dope. It is, it is, it is throwing up the horns and it's rocking out at us. Nice. Yes. Thank you very much. Axe <laughs> and uh, nerd King one hundred and one Hoboken takes Halloween very seriously. There's a massive contest. The mayor gets involved. Your neighbor would do well here. Yeah. I feel like they'd be blown out of the water. The reason why, like uh, he did so well for so long is because he had no competition, but uh, it wouldn't be a competition for a mm-hmm. while. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's cool. I, 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 uh, I remember I didn't really do a lot of like Halloween competitions or anything. It wasn't really like that kind of thing. I, I like trick or treating. And then when I was, in a, when I, when I became like a teenager, uh, I, I was too cool to do that until I was a senior in high school. And then I was like, I'm going trick or treating. This might be my last time. Mm-hmm. so and i was so proud of it because i was i was silent bob my friend was jay he had actually long blonde hair so it really worked out we we were so proud of our costumes even though nobody in the neighborhood knew that who knew who we were who cares uh, but yeah that was a lot of fun uh so yeah uh the other thing i'll mention just why not be- is because it is like the big thing is nightwing number 85 mm-hmm. uh from tom taylor and uh rodriguez this time mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a tie into fear state if you don't care about fear state you don't need to read this at all, but uh, it is still Taylor and Taylor is justifying his existence here by making it a like Barbara centric Nightwing book. Uh, okay. Night, uh, Barbara needs to take uh, the seer has taken control of Oracle's operations and is using it against the bat family. Mm-hmm. And so Nightwing and Batgirl have to team up to, take down the seer and uh, her operations through the back door of the Oracle program. Uh, so we also get it punctuated with some beautiful flashback art that uh, showcases like the, 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 ba- the old days when it was like just Babs and Dick 
like being Batgirl and Robin, like doing their thing. And it's just, it's so, uh, so representative of the nostalgia that one feels when you see these two together, that it really justifies its existence. Um, You get to see Tim represent, uh, you get to really like hammer home this thing where it's like, Barbara is like dancing on a wire when it comes to her paralysis. And we really don't want to overdo it. There's a lot of peacemakers and whatnot, peacekeepers, okay. or and so I'm you like know, not peacemakers, not peacemakers. Uh, that'd be amazing if peacemakers showed up in this book, <laughs> but uh, peacekeepers and 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 whatever the hell Tynan was doing with Batman and setting up their fear state bullshit and future state bullshit, and I uh, I couldn't care less. But there's a lot of fun to be had watching this event that I am not reading from the perspective of characters that I care more about and from an artist and writer who cares to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the implication that maybe that Batgirl's book will not last nearly as long as people suggested, but uh, I'm sure it is just a red herring. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good book with some great art. And unfortunately it's a tie in. And I really feel bad because there was a lot of momentum and, and, and steam behind Nightwing. But uh, this is also a quintessential Batman kind of like tie in book and it features the Bat family heavily and it does a nice job. So okay. I do recommend it despite it like not really needing to exist at all. Sure. Okay uh before we get into the next book i will also mention the 343 burning legion says hey sal and tiffany any chance of seeing gillen's eternals or fractions hawkeye on back issues <laughs> uh you'll see fractions hawkeye before gillen's eternals i'll we'll put it that way oh you think i uh, know because oh. like i'm more prepared to do hawkeye than you are eternals <laughs> i was like are you in a race now <laughs> uh, alex cash with a super sticker thank you very much alex by and the Dan way v- it, it, it's a controller with like arms and a face and deal with it glasses repeatedly falling down on him <laughs> i okay, love I it. love that it, that's it's great really grumpy looking and i wish you could see it but thank I thank you alex I'll, I'll be able to watch it on the repeat when i okay. put in the uh the the, the chapters okay uh, dan v 900 i know you two have talked about the hell in a costume and bat cat maybe it's just me but it looks even worse than the sharp issues it just doesn't work it absolutely doesn't work the, the sharp is not doing this this costume any favors i actually kind of dug it with clay man could be just because clay man draws I the wasn't, cheesecake. I was the one who wasn't a big fan of it. You were not in the clay man. I have not even seen it because I, I, I think I read one issue of this book and I was like, I don't think this is for me. It, it yeah, no. Well, it wouldn't be for you anymore than it was and before. So and that's and that's it. fine. I love Supergirl, so that's um exactly I'm, that's the thing is like I don't like his entire Batman run. So like he didn't care either. That's the thing. He no, care. he's a grown-up who's like, oh, you didn't like something I made. Well, I'm an Eisner Warner-winning author who has Hollywood jobs. So, like, why would I give a shit what you have to say? And it's like, right on. That's fair, man. And, and with that. you could punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah, well, you could, you could like, kill me in a second. <laughs> but, uh, but you wouldn't because you're, like, a grown adult and wouldn't even think about it. Right. But <clears throat> anyway, so uh, what else we got? What, what other books did you uh, I read? I haven't finished it because we left it at home. Yes, we did. And that's fine because I don't like to travel with unnecessary books that could get damaged in a car ride. That's the problem is and it was oversized and it should be. Yeah, no, it should be. Uh, And it looks ironically, Cliff Chong was at the convention. I know. And he was selling them. And I was like, you can't buy it again. Yeah, I couldn't bring myself to do it. But we we did pick up um, Catwoman of the Lonely City. I'm about halfway through and I'm digging it so far. I like Chong's work. Uh, I know him the most in my head from paper girls um and wonder woman blood and wonder woman blood yes for sure um but immediately this style and coloring makes me think of paper girls he did it all he's this is a one-man book he's writing it he's drawing it he's coloring it and he's lettering it and 
he's doing the covers, although yeah. there are jock um, variants. variants, but like this is a one man book. So if you ever want to see what an artist will do when they have total control over every element of the book, here's a really great example of it. So far, I'm digging it. Like I said, I'm not done with it. So maybe next week we could chat about it a little bit more after I, I finish the issue um, I and so. see how it feels. But it's Black Label book. Um, it is technically Bat related, but it's not directly about Batman. He's he's there, there's some. You'll see. You'll see. Um, but kind of cool. Kind of neat. There's there's a moment here. The premise is it's an older Selena. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of like Batman Catwoman. Yeah. Um, who who is just getting out of jail and be, being um thrown back into Gotham today in this gotcha. book today. And uh we get a chance to see like a room at one point with all of her costumes in it as though like she's worn all of them. <laughs> once. And I'm like, that's cool. So that is cool. I like yeah. it. Kind of neat. Looking forward to, to checking out the rest of it. Totally. What else you got? Oh, uh, well, I've got two more. One of them you read. Yes. This is a super light week for me, folks. Super well, it was a weird week, week, so that's fair. It was, and there are definitely some other things I would have grabbed and, and picked up, but whenever we're traveling, this was a legitimate traveling thing. It just turns my brain inside out. Yeah. I think it was like, wait, I have to, I have to pack clothes? <laughs> I have to pack things? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I, how do I dress? How does one put on clothing? Yeah. Um, let's talk about the death of Doctor Strange. Uh, death of Doctor Strange number two came out by Jed McKay and Lee Garbett. Yep. Um, this is uh, a, an ongoing thing that they're doing that includes not only the death of Doctor Strange one through five. I'm trying to get to the end of the um, issue here to to see what the yeah it's five, um, but also has tie-ins. With Avengers, uh, Strange Academy, Spider-Man, White Fox, Blade, and X-Men Black Knight. Right. Um, so there's there's really five core issues of this that will be dragged out and like broken up by these tie-ins. Uh, so this is the second issue. We have not had a tie-in yet. Um, and then this is showing not only that like... I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to critique it a little bit, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. It just means that let's be honest. We, I haven't seen a pretty solid Dr. Strange in quite a while. And so like anytime that something seems like it's going pretty okay, I'm immediately going to assume we can't stick the landing. Right. Who the hell knows what to do with Dr. Strange anymore. I don't think anyone does. I don't even know what to do with him. Um, <laughs> did you just throw up that super sticker? I did. Yeah. Uh, it's adorable. It's a, a lemon person with like a body giving a tiny baby line a present and the line's really excited <laughs> and uh it's great these stickers are amazing i kind of like the the act of having to describe them to you um this issue continues to prove that jed mckay used to read dr strange back in the day um he actively calls upon names like uh agamon and dagoth and tyboro and umar and the idea here is like oh with dr strange gone like they started moving in they started moving parts of their realms in on earth however they're not attacking and it's like what's up with that well it turns out they're not attacking they're fleeing something which to me my brain immediately was like haven't i seen this before and i still can't tell you what i'm thinking of ah. i still can't tell you what i'm thinking of but my brain was like um but this Doctor Strange that we have right now, because in the last issue, Doctor Strange died, and then another Doctor Strange showed up with a big blue cloak, and I was like, hey, this is a very distinct Doctor Strange. Very distinct Doctor Strange, who has a lesser cloak of levitation. That happened. It was before he was Sorcerer Supreme, so he's like, who's the Sorcerer Supreme? And they're all like, 
it's it's like it was you and so right. he's like there is none right now he doesn't know half the people in the room because this doctor strange never met them before inevitably captain america calls him and it's like hey steve you gotta you gotta come help us out because all these things are moving in and he's like oh uh no because like if they're not attacking just leave them alone we have to deal with this other thing <laughs> um and it turns out that this doctor strange has seven days because he watched a cursed videotape and obviously, oh my god yeah. no, i'm kidding no 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 <laughs> no he has seven days because doctor strange took a chunk of time of seven days and put it you know what I mean? Like he did that thing, like the Horcrux thing. But yes, I was gonna like, say like a Horcrux the actual thing. like origin of that. Not I'm using Horcrux because it's a more colloquial um, expression yes, of what it means. You can grasp anyone can grasp basically. Um, and so he has seven days to solve the murder. And I was like, cool, that's neat. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's we're doing like a detective thing. Doctor Strange has been known to do that, right? Dig it. Um, so. What are we also going to do? We're going to reintroduce Clea into the mix. Last time I saw Clea, I think, was in an annual. Yeah. Um, and it was a solid issue. It was sad, but it was a solid issue. So she shows up because she's running from something. And she knew that he would help her. But he's like, oh, yeah, you're that chick from the Dark Dimension. He has no idea who she is. Right. right. Which does allow us for a later scene that's pretty hilarious. Because Captain America shows up with the Avengers to like help with something, which I'll explain in a moment. Um, and he's like, strange, just like trying to explain like, oh, he's after that young, like that, that lady over there. And Cap's like, your wife? And he's like, <laughs> my what? Oh, <laughs> was I married? He's like, dope. No. Um, yeah. So this is where McKay is like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to prove that I know all about Dr. Strange, but also I have to make my own characters. And so introducing the, the three new characters that are going to be brought into this book as villains, because we can't help ourselves, but do that. I knew they were coming because we saw a lot of promo images about them to begin with, but they're the three mothers. Uh, it's the crown, the crawling, and the other one. Okay. Who I literally can't remember what her name is at all. They're all gross and weird, and one of them has like one. The crawling is like a statue that's like, that is just surrounded by worms and looks like this like big hulking weird looking thing it's like a womp of it made out of worms but a statue head cool. um and it like shoots lasers out of the worm eyes but it's like if we showed this on youtube we might get banned it doesn't mm. look it's not it's it's, it's too flesh colored okay. um to not look like something else um, but they show up and basically they're hunting down magic and they're taking it and they're feeding it to their child and i'm like okay so like i think i'm just like okay what I can't handle right now, I guess, in my brain, and I think I'll be able to, and I think it'll all be fine in the end, but right now, I'm like, so the next time I get a decent Doctor Strange is literally something is consuming magic. Much like when Aaron first came on the scene and something was hunting and killing magic, and I'm like, okay. Is this just the formula now that, like, the only way we're going to get a decent Doctor Strange movie is if something is, like, actively trying to destroy magic in some way shape or form now at least with this it's not magic as a root it's the characters as sustenance for another being basically that we haven't been introduced to but i'm like please don't let this be the only way we can get a decent doctor strange stories with this sort of storyline right they show up the avengers come to to help uh they're immediately taken down like the avengers don't stand a chance the magical folk don't stand a chance and these guys are like okay cool this is where all like the jerks are that we're trying to like feed to our unseen child thing will come back and they leave um i think this issue is going to read 
a, a hell of a lot better in a trade. Mm. But considering the fact that like I'm like, okay, it's five issues with a whole bunch of like tie-in stuff, this felt a little water tready. Oh, I'm not saying really? it's a fat issue. I'm not saying that because like listen, we got the 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 crux of it. We got this unforeseen thing, but really at the heart of it for me, I'm like, I wanted the mystery. Right. Where's the mystery? And I'm sure this will all tie in, but it just felt it was a little fluff. But mm. I think in a trade, it's gonna read a lot better for sure. There's just something about it where I'm like, there's nothing bad. There's nothing bad. I can't say like for sure, like this is bad. I can't say that. But yeah. for me, I'm like, oh, that was fast. Right. And what did we, we, we established a couple of things. We didn't progress any further on the mystery. Right. And we introduced something else. And I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah. like I said, I'm not saying it's bad because McKay has given us a strange we haven't seen for a very long time. Um He's taking uh, an opportunity here to write like a uh, very old school uh, in terms of the way in which Strange gets to speak uh, without having to make every character speak like that. Everyone gets to react to him being yeah. like that. And like he's a man out of time in a, in a way. So, you know, and we know that it's only going to be theoretically seven days unless they find a way to extend that or they bring the other Strange back. So I'm like, OK, cool. What's going to happen there? Yeah, we'll find out. But we got three new characters, like villains. I'm sure that I don't. I don't get the sensation that it's like truly random. You know, with Doctor Strange, you know, they're magic. You're gonna invent characters. It's completely okay. You don't always have to use the the like, established lore. The established lore, which typically you're, you're gonna fall into a Mordo Dormammu, like that's you know now Casilius for sure. But like. People tend to look that way because it's easy. You know, they're they're more of a nightmare. You know, it's a, like, oh, let's just pick the the highest tier ones. At least he's throwing in some older characters. Yeah, Strange has dealt with in the past that are in there, and he's also going to put his mark on it. It's three individuals. Three is a a a number in magical lore. You see a lot when you think about the fates. It's three women. You know what I yep. mean? Like, so it works for me. Um, but I was like, oh, and there they are. There's the, there's his his stamp. They're the three characters. Yeah, I mean, were if were I given the opportunity, would I probably do that? Sure, oh, absolutely. Sure. Um, but like I said, I think it's going to this issue in particular will be better when it's in a book together. Okay, cool. Well, I, this this sounds better than it's been. Yes, no, for sure, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I'm bracing myself for this to not end up being good mm -hmm. because I'm enjoying it, and it's you know like. I've been disappointed by strange runs lately. Um, so I'm just like, I, I'm not like trying like, Oh, I hope it's bad because I want to hate on it. I'm like, I hope it's good, but I don't want to get my hopes too up. Yeah. I want to just keep it at a neutral clip. Exactly. Neutrality. Uh, that's, and that's Marvel's fault for like, not <laughs> that, for, for having those, those issues. Yes. Someone, uh, someone mentioned that she looks like a weeping angel covered in worms. Yes. Or if you're a twin peaks fan, it looks like the statue at the end of the hallway. That's no. the head. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's the head to me, and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, neat. Yeah. Also, it, one of the, the crown has a big sword, and immediately I'm like, is that Valifax? No. And then I was like, <laughs> is that the Spirit of Corruption Blade? No. I don't know. It's just a big sword. Okay. <laughs> Technically, it is Valifax because Valifax is all blades. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Goku says, got got a nurse checking on me. Hold on. I'm going to reread that because Sal cut out there for a moment and hopefully he can hear me. I don't know that though. Uh, so I'll reread that oh. super chat. 
Yep. Uh, saying, uh, Goku says, got a nurse checking on me. I'll have to catch the rest of this later. Love the surprise live stream. You guys rock. Came in for Halloween back issues. Well, Goku, I hope you're okay. If you've got a nurse checking on you, I hope it's, uh, you're like recovering from something and all is going well. Um, but hopefully we'll see you later on, um, the, the replay. Uh, yep. but yeah, you know, good wishes. Exactly. Uh, Gotham city critics. Hey, comic pop. How was soul plumbers? I read the first issue and honestly, initially I was like, eh. Hmm. And, but then by the end I was like, oh, okay. Like it's written in a very distinct way. And like, there's a lot of like, I don't listen. I live in New Jersey and I curse all the time in the car. I, I do, but it was just written in that way where there's a lot of curse words that they're being thrown around. And I'm like, I don't know if I like any of these characters, but by the end, like the concept of what they were doing, I was like, all right, that's interesting. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> all right. Uh, and fine, uh, is it finally? We'll, we'll see. Uh, we're talking about the trial of Magneto number three from Liam yeah. Williams. Uh, here it is. I don't remember how many issues it is, but we'll get into that eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trial of Magneto, uh, <laughs> written by Lee Williams with art by David Messina and Lucas Wernick. Um, it's not really about Magneto anymore, nor is it a trial at all. It's, it's just the retconning of Wanda. And listen. Okay, so this is the this is the new st- <laughs> the whole thing's about Wanda, and I think that's awesome because like Wanda needs a retcon. She needs something for sure, or or like because they did something, you know, when they she had her the Scarlet Witch book that was gone, yeah. and they were doing stuff with her there, but then it's like they just kind of laid back into like the or leaned into the like she's a villain, and that's okay. Like if you want to lean to that, like like she needs to work her way up, or that they don't want her, you almost don't have to like you. You kind of addressed it. You didn't really have to. You did trigger something that we see in this issue in in some previous stuff with X Men, um, but it, she was teaching at the Strange Academy. Like you know what I mean? Like she's she when when Aaron was writing Doctor Strange and it was like the death of magic. She was right there with them. Yeah, yeah, they don't care. She's found a home in magic. Yeah, no, they don't care about that. I, but I realize that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and that's what this book is. It's just like I okay, think it's so... five issues, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. Well, well, then we're almost over. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Juan is back, and she's like a re- she's an older version of herself, an older backup. They're like, ah, well, now we know what's up. Like something happened, but we don't know yeah. why she got resurrected. We don't. We didn't. We didn't authorize this. We can't tell the Avengers that we have resurrection protocols. Right. So we just have she... to be like, oh, cool. Let's have dinner. Yeah, she's also like, I'm like, it was funny because I just read Doctor Strange before that. And I was like, they just set up, they had already set up that he was clearly a, a, like a man out of time. But I'm like, oh, Wanda is too? Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're just going to do it with all the magic characters. Can't wait yeah. for Brother Voodoo and Brother Voodoo's dead brother from the past to show up and stuff. Like, yeah. in any case, uh, he's, she's back. She, they, they, they use Jean to dump, no, is it Rachel? or It's Rachel. They use Rachel and then Rachel tapped Jean in to help. To dump info her, into her head. What they call her greatest hits. Because they're like, is that really fair to her? They're like, we'll just give her the greatest hits. That is so stupid. Well, it's not so just dangerous. What I, okay. So her greatest hits. I thought when they said that, it would be like her heroic times. Yeah. But that's not what they did. No, they showed you all the points when she was the worst. Mm-hmm. Like the most memorable. And, and like, I guess that's a great way to highlight like, if you remember any Wanda story, it was never when she was a hero. Like, I guess, I mean, you know, like I read a little bit of her in the Scarlet Witch series and I thought that was good. And I, and I liked her very much. So when she was in, um, you know, way the weird and, you know, yeah. 
the death of magic and all that. Like I really enjoyed that. And I, I, I liked her, her role in that, but I don't always think of her as a villain. Like I think of her, she's a tragic character. She is. Yeah. But, but, but the, uh, the X-Men don't give a shit about that. And they only think of her as a boogeyman. So we might as well just make her feel that way anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's like, she's back. She has less baggage, but let's like, let's load her up with baggage. So they do. It doesn't matter because like the whole thing is like a red herring. I think the whole thing is just smoke and mirrors. Like we're, we're meant to think, Oh, this is perfect. Like this is like making Hank Pym a scroll during secret invasion. We fixed it. <laughs> we fixed Wanda, right? Because she mm-hmm. knows now that she shouldn't do those things that she did that made her a bad guy or made her complicated. So we could, and, and we can just purely be like, it's Wanda. Everybody's remembers her. And she's, tr- she's Magneto's daughter again. Ah, uh, Instead, all that's happening. Then they get attacked by kaijus for way too long. Who gives a shit? Oh my god, those pages, those panels. Just, I was like, just total waste of time. Just, just literally, filler. once you see, once you see the legitimate, like copies of Pacific Rim kaiju monsters, like knife heads, there, uh, then you can skip it because the whole thing. Don't read this. Like, don't buy this. This is not worth buying. But. Uh, you know, but it's interesting because it's doing things that I want. It's like, let's fix Wanda. Let's fix these characters that like we need to use, that we'd like to use, that we've really like messed up with continuity by using continuity and story to fix it. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, Wanda is like kind of a blank slate. She has a, she, she has context for what she's doing. Wiccan and Speed are like, dude, come with us. Cause now you, you know who we are. You can, we can, we can hang out and stuff, but Wanda herself, like the true Wanda who died is actually in another realm, kind of like watching it all happen Uh and she's being annoyed by a character who I thought was Moon Knight for a second. And then turns out to be just like another character. And the big reveal at the end is that this character has been like bugging her the whole time. And that the realm she's in is like, the chaos magic realm or like a realm made of chaos magic. Yeah. And the, the person that's been bothering her is an older version of herself. So it's like, yeah, no, don't, this whole thing is a lie. Like the book is not the trial of Magneto. This book is the new status quo for Wanda or what we're going to do with Wanda. And we're hoping that because it has like the Krakoa font, you'll buy it. And, so Wanda, like the true Wanda that we that that we know, who's who died at the beginning of the series, meets old lady Wanda. Yep. And that like a Wanda from the future is gonna guide the one from the present to I hope reconcile herself with her past. Yeah. Like it I will say though, because we are dealing with a person who has the ability to control reality. I'm like, right. I you can't trust anything that's happening. No. That's at all true. you can't That's trust true. that any of it will remain no no big you time. know like and i i keep i have to you have to keep this in mind bear in mind too that like apparently this i believe this this wasn't supposed to be an event nope it was supposed to be just in x factor i think or something yeah um but they and decided Marvel was, it was like but it's this is a big deal yeah so like i don't want to call out leah williams on this at all because no. i she that this was not the plan this was not the plan no this was put like this was thrust upon like do this yeah. I mean, and, and and on one hand, it's nice because it's like you're given more room to sure. do more. Like now it doesn't have to be just starring the X Factor cast or it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like di- directly tied in with 
the Krakoa plan. Right. Well, I think it's also like, you know, if you're working, you know, you've got a timeline and a storyline going and then someone's like, wait, take this thing that you're going to do in this many issues and basically expand it. That doesn't always work out the way you want it to. Like you do that typically if it's like, I need more books, not yeah. like I want you to like, I'm going to cancel this book. Now you're going to do it over there. And it's the only thing you're going to do over there. Like that yeah. sucks. No. Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm, I'm excited for the potential this has. I fear that Marvel does this where they're like, oh, we're going to give you what you want. And mm -hmm. then you're like, actually, but you need to eat your vegetables. Uh, get used to never <laughs> get, get used to things changing and never going back to the way they were, but yeah. never having a satisfactory story that justifies the change. Mm -hmm. And I, I fear this whole thing will be bullshit that like at the very end, mm -hmm. there'll be like a quiet council thing where they're like, this is an informal trial. Magneto, you did fuck around. So we're, we're going to spend, you know, we're going to strip you of your title and kick you off the council. And like, it's just something we were going to do in Dawn of X anyway, but we're just going to justify it this event. And we're going to call sure. it this whole thing. Right. And then at the end, there'll be like a moment where Wanda is like, Oh, like I, I, I swear to God, there's going to be a moment where at the end of this book, Wanda or her or her astral projection form or old lady Wanda or whatever is going to be out there and she's going to be like am I really a mutant and like no one's going to do anything with it that is just a whole it's a big F you yeah I was trying to use my brain to, to figure out if there was a way because old lady Wanda or old woman Wanda was wearing a white cloak if like somehow she took up the mantle or moniker of Magneto and it'll right. be her trial ah that'd be great then... but even then like why though trust me that's why i was like my brain was like i don't know because because white cape and i'm like that's not enough yeah no it's not enough no uh yeah so i don't recommend this but like i am but i but i have hope yeah like i i too can't say i recommend it but you know that we're going to finish reading it because it's like i can't help it i have to i can't look away and that's why like when someone earlier said it's like the the 90s like drama it's like soap opera it is a little that yeah but like not as fun the old no like, if you go back and look at like 90s x-men soap opera mm -hmm. you you have characters in full body spandex with the brightest colors on earth with the largest hair on the planet drawn with the most lines of any human being like that any artist could ever like fit into a character going like holding their head and crying because they fell in love with like a duplicate of some other character who doesn't remember that. Like I remember vividly, I think it was Polaris and multiple man's multiples being in love with each other. And like, just like that's X-Men drama. This <laughs> is like, this is a poorly handled retcon or yeah. a brilliantly handled retcon. We'll see. We but absolutely it, see. But it is boring though, because you, this kaiju thing was clearly like editorial going like, eh, throw out a monster fight. See, I wasn't sure if that was like a distraction. I mean, easily was created a distraction. By, but no, like, no, but I mean like not uh, created by Wanda or created yeah. by something. Like no, that was, immediately but, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I definitely it is because they can't die and they represent her like cyclical nature. But I would have much rather had a scene or, or the, the whole book being characters talking to each other. Because let me tell you something like, the first three volumes of Bendis's entire run on Avengers is that, and people <laughs> bought it more than they're buying this. Yeah. And like, so there's, there's a precedent for it, but mm -hmm. I'd rather see these characters interact with each other and like treat each other. Like just, there's enough crossovers, events, big things where it's like, like we could, we could, we could use an event where characters just sit the hell down and hash out 
what the next retcon is going to be. Mm-hmm. People, people stomach that yeah. less than a character appearing as an artificial intelligence on a screen telling you what I should have done for the last two years of my run, which is the Spider-Man run. Right. Well, I think what also is not helping this book right now at all is that Inferno's here. And I got to tell is you, a, just a much better event. It is a much better event, but it's an event that was meant to be an event. Right. An and event. It, it's, yeah. meant, it's, it's like, and even if you don't treat it as an event, it's more like just like a, a period in Hickman's run, especially with Hickman's like, you know, absence. Visiting, um, like it has some gravitas to it. And yeah. so then to have this book be like having started a little ahead of it and now running simultaneously, it's like, if you have X amount of dollars, <laughs> um, you're going to buy Inferno probably over Trial of Magneto. The worst of it is it looks like, like if you put Trial and Inferno side by side, mm-hmm. one is what Hickman was going to do with the X-Men and the other could be where what the X-Men's going to look like without him. That Don't say that. Like that's the <laughs> like, real problem is like if they had if it was one after the other, you wouldn't you'd have time to like to, to be surprised. But this yeah. is like here are two events. One's Marvel's Hickman's X-Men and one's Hickman's Hickman's X-Men. And one right. sucks and the other one is like at least earned. Right, but I can't I can't again, I I don't want to treat it that unfairly because it's like this this is a prime example of like editorial getting involved in something that they exactly need to um and tampering with what someone was already doing so right this could have been if it were just left alone in the x-factor book but that's meta comics like that's if all you if all you do is look at the books as they are as they're out as most readers like 98 percent of readers are gonna Mm -hmm. you have to judge it on like look at these two things one is an apple one's an orange as opposed to like like and listen I, I am sympathetic to Leah Williams and her plight because like she's a great she's she's a great writer. Like I like things she's written. Mm-hmm. So it's not that she's a hack. It's that she is put in this inenviable position of doing an event that she never planned. Yeah. That's too bad. Especially and- side by side with an event that like maybe she even like was told about because she's working on the X-Men books. Right. And honestly, like whatever she does in there has to make sure that whatever the outcome of it has to align with what's going on in Inferno. So it's not like there's going to like be too, too many like shakeups or, or changes because whatever happens there, you have to just be able to read Inferno. Yeah, exactly. Uh, young Gugun over 9,000. He, he mentions, I feel like Leah's style doesn't work for books like this. Feels like everyone was written really weird, like like bad weird. Thought Scarlet Witch would freak out with the memory dump. Lol. Yeah, no, it was very weird. It was weird that because like we know Scarlet Witch, or at least how Marvel's been portraying her for the last like mm-hmm. couple of years. And to be like here, she's going to be like more put together for no good reason. Well, and like I would say though that th- that comes from web it, it, could, it could easily just be crummy writing or it could be the reveal that like that's that's not her and so it's not right. complete her and so that could like incomplete her wouldn't freak out right yeah um so maybe it's just something like that i i don't know for sure um and we and i honestly i'm like i'm not like trying to make excuses i'm just trying to be fair and be like we have to at least see the outcome of this because it could easily totally. be not worth it and 100 percent like nope it was just not good yeah, um, yeah or to be like oh it was unfortunately a painfully slow build to something right 
Jam Call X. Uh, ah, yes, hard downloading her most painful points. Callous Krakoan cruelty at its finest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not really where I thought that that was going. Um, although when you think about it, you I guess you have to give her that memory back because too many people know that. Right. And so then she'd be like, I don't understand why everybody's being such a jerk to me. Or you could talk to her like a friggin' human being and just be like, oh, yeah. so, you know, a couple of years ago you did this thing. Like, that's that that's how people get caught up to speed normally. Right. But maybe the problem with that is that, listen, we, we've seen Wanda before. Oh, and we do see that thing where she utilizes the staff and they're like, what the hell was that? Right. Um, and that staff we saw, I think it was during Empire. I, I think that was the the zombies versus plants episode. Or yeah, but chapter. like she she utilized that and they didn't know it, I guess. Right. Um, and so like that, I was like, oh, that's interesting to call back to that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's cool. really touch that. No. Um, and Hickman wrote that, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was with Leah, but I'm not yeah. sure about that. Yeah, I'm that not, makes sense. Don't, I'm not 100 on that. Um, yeah. but um, but knowing Wanda and her desire to fix things or make it better, maybe talking to her and just telling her wouldn't be the best thing. Cause then she'd be like, oh, I got to unlock my memories. Right. 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 So yeah. like, maybe but those aren't was... your memories anyway. Those are other people's memories about you. Yeah, that's true. Demonic Nico. Uh, I've been, I've been watching you guys for about a month or so. And I could say, I love how you do comics with other people, not knowing what's happening. It's awesome format. Keep it up. South Tiffany and friends. Thank you very much. Demonic. Thank Nico. you. Uh, yeah. Thank that's the back issues over on youtube.com slash comic which by the way, we're very close to getting a hundred thousand subscribers. So if you haven't already go over there and check it out. And of course, don't yeah. forget to subscribe here at comic Pop returns, but thank you very much. Demonic Nico. Welcome to the family, man. Welcome to the population. I don't want to actually you, but it's Neko. It's cat in. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Neko. Uh, <laughs> how'd you try late night showing? Uh, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah, thank you very much. Hell yeah, appreciate it. that's right. Here we are. So, uh, that's that. Let's jump into some recommendations or comments uh, that are coming yeah. out this week. I also want to address I saw a couple people Please come do. in later during the episode who were like, Why are they split up? We're not split up. I'm just at home because we literally just got back from Baltimore and so I was like, Let's do the show. We didn't want to make me have to like leave the house because, yeah. um, I, I actually we have, we have the day I have the day off tomorrow because we're going to be doing something. Um, but then like. I had a wonderful weekend, but it was a lot. It was a lot of traveling. So he just wanted me to have an opportunity to just kind of relax and be at home. Um, so I am. And I've got a cat here. You can't see him, but yeah. he's here. So like, that's the only reason I'm here. Also, this is where I do my Twitch streams from. So yeah. it was set up and ready to go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which you can follow her over at twitch.tv slash comic pop to see more on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, Demonic Neko returns to say, thanks for the reminder. I forgot to sub. Well, thank you very much. Oh, Demonic thank Neko. you. And you have to do that. I would have seen you in there, but thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Demonic Neko. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into some books. Uh, I'm recommending a bunch of comics because it's a heavier week. Yeah, I'm going to guess that again has to do with that supply issue because yep. usually the last week of the month, not this heavy. Yeah. This is... Oh, right. RP. This is one of those weeks that like I particularly hate because I think it's unfair to anyone who has a budget. And like honestly, even yeah. I this these expenses and I'm like, good. God, there's just something about it being spread out a little bit more. It, it helps hurt so much. It doesn't hurt so much. But like, if you're going, like, if, if you're living week to week, which we've all been there, like a week like this, it's rough. Yeah. It's yeah. Real rough. Yeah. So anyway, we're still going to give you recommendations and hope that you make the best choices for you and your wallet. Exactly. Uh, I'm recommending Detective Comics 1044 from Mariko Tamaki and Stephanie Phillips with art by mm -hmm. David Lapham. Uh, new arc. And uh, the cover was just a lot of fun. It reminds me of an older uh, Batman book. Okay. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 77 from Patrick Leeson and Zeb Wells uh, with uh, and Saladin Ahmed. Uh, this is 
beyond chapter three. I just like the cover. It's cute and fun. And I'm looking forward to more uh, Ben Riley Spider-Man. We'll see what happens. Uh, Daredevil 35 uh, from Chip Zdarsky uh, and Stefano Landini. Uh, we get to see the climactic battle between uh, Electra Daredevil and Bullseye clones. That's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I love the series. If you haven't already read it, uh, you're probably going to enjoy it. Um, I don't know if you have this on your like, This is probably on your list, but Inferno number two is coming. Yep. Uh, Inferno number two. Inferno number one was amazing. This one uh, is uh, Jonathan Hickman with art by Stefano Caselli. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. The fallout from the first issue felt like seven issues. It's just so exciting. Um, and I think that's it. For, oh, no, of course, DC versus Vampires number one. Okay, yeah, I had that on my list. <laughs> okay, all right, go, go well, I'll let it. you go take it. No, 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 go, go, go. Well, I it's James Tyne in the fourth and Matthew Rosenberg with art by Otto Schmidt. Uh, yeah, Otto give Schmidt, me, yes. Anything. Give me more. Anything. I'll take it. Thank you very, very much. I'll read the shit out of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, those are my picks for this week. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and also, of course, I want to also just give a quick shout out to Harbinger number one from Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly. Uh, it's a pretty yeah. book. I've gotten to take a look at. I've actually I think I've read this issue uh, and it's a it's it's a pretty book. It sets up. It's very like new reader friendly. You'll have no trouble getting uh, an understanding of who these characters are, uh, at least Peter, for that matter. Uh, and uh, and and the art is just so great. So, you know, I think you're really going to going to dig on it again, like. Shadow Man was a revelation for Valiant. I'm hoping that Harbinger has the same effect. Cool. Um, speaking of that, by the way, I should also mention that, of course, uh, the new arc from Shadow Man is coming, and it looks incredible, despite John Davis Hunt not doing it this arc. But he will be taking over the next arc again. Mm -hmm. uh, but the new art is awesome. It is. It's fire. Yeah. It uh, is fire. Between us, B Black says, okay, last Halloween question, have you ever seen a ghost? No. I've never seen a ghost. No, I've thought I've seen a ghost, but I know what it is now. I had family who who's had experiences, mm -hmm. experiences, yeah, me too. Uh, but no, I've I've never seen a ghost. Yeah, my dad, I think, and I don't want he's to. Seen a ghost. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, because my situation listen. is, oh, yeah. Ahead. Well, if I saw a ghost, I'd be like, oh no, I'm insane, and that's like the sad part. Like, <laughs> that's so not my thing. Is if I saw a ghost, I'm like, it's all real. Nothing is safe. I'm okay with it. I would love to see a ghost, but I know that if I was seeing a ghost, it'd be because I'm hallucinating. See, okay. No, I just assume I'm like, no, once you see a ghost, that's it. Then it's like vampires, Sasquatches, werewolves, right? Chupacabras, demons. <laughs> it's all coming for you then. Yeah. They're all like, programs oh, doing what they shouldn't. Ghosts and werewolves. And vampires <laughs> are, are real. real. <laughs> um, all right. So for recommendations, <laughs> Now she has even in my head saying that. Um, yeah. For recommendations, I'm going to give a shout out to Moon Knight number four coming out uh, from uh, Jed McKay with art by somebody, uh, Alessandro Cap Cap Capuccio. Yeah, Capuccio. Yeah, uh, I was kind of digging on this series, so I'm going to check it out. We're going to have an appearance by Tigra in this, so I'm like, let's see where we're going next, Jed. Yeah. Um, Marauders number 25, one of the many, many X titles that are coming out this week. There are a lot of X titles coming out this week. I will not yep. be really talking too much about all of them, um, but I'm going to give a shout out to Marauders, uh, written by Jerry Duggan uh, with art by Phil Noto. Nice. This is where Noto ended up after Cable ended. So it's just, just, just a good, good thing for me. Um, yep. I love this because the, the cover shows, um, Emma Frost with like diamond, um, those Knuckles. things. Yeah, what are they called? 
They're called brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Well, they're diamond knuckles. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, essentially, it's like you you don't cross uh, Emma Frost, even if she's the one who crossed you first. And I'm right. like, I love that. I love that. I'm in. Whatever you're going to do with it. Yep. Sword number nine is coming out. Uh, we're, I think we're back. Last time we did like a storm spotlight issue, which I truly enjoyed, but recognize that it's not. It didn't really feel like a sword book. Um, but I think we're back to things written by Al Ewing with art by uh jacopo kamani kamagni i think the g is silent oh okay i want to say all the i want to say all the letters as many of the letters i don't know why uh i love that book sword is easily one of my favorite x titles right now especially since hellions is going away yep wonder girl number four is coming out finally yep listen i i totally get that joelle jones like she needs her time um i would wait yeah, don't replace. But they have. So Joelle Jones uh, is a writer and artist and cover artist, but also and uh, Andrea Mello is also working on this. Um, yep. and I'm I sure they order... do a good, good job. But I know. think in order to get this book out, because there's going to be that crossover event with the different Wonder characters, yes. um, that they had to bring someone in. But honestly, I would wait. I would rather have an original graphic novel drawn completely by Joelle Jones because, like, there's just something about her art. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, yep. And if she needs the time, maybe that's the way to go with it. It's yeah. to give her an original graphic novel instead of a monthly title. Yeah. Um, I want to get those who are enjoying. Um, I'm all over the place. Uh, those who are enjoying uh, something is killing the children. House of Slaughter number one will start this week. Hey. Uh, so you might want to grab that one. Oh my god, there's like a thousand variants for this. Uh, oh, this yeah. one is written by James Tynion the Fourth and Tate Bromble, with art by Werther Del Edra. Uh, who is doing something is killing the children as well. Yep. So I don't know if that's like an indication that Tynan's going to eventually step off of this title. I don't know. I don't know enough yeah. about it. Once the future fans, number 21 is coming out. Yep. So, you know, Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora, the dream team for me. I love those, those two Dan Mora could draw anything. I'm on board. Kieran Gillen. I'll try anything at least once that he's written. Uh, and then uh, listen, folks, like a week or so ago, I, I came out and I was like, dark hold iron man. <laughs> book of the week i'm still thinking about that book that book was so freaking solid that i'm going to purchase darkhold blade number one i'm gonna do it Why it's not? written it's a totally different team it's written by daniel kibblesmith uh, oh, hey. by uh frederico sabatini yeah uh so i'm gonna check that out see where it goes but like i'm hoping it's as dark i can't yes. guarantee it but i think it's different creative teams on each books but yeah. like that iron man entry so strong Maybe right. not the way to start unless it just goes up from there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and also there's a bunch of black label books. I think they're black label. No, this oh. one's not black label. Never mind. There's a bunch of books that were coming out that was recently advertised in a uh, DC issue. I was peeking through. Um, one of them was the vampires one. The other one is task force Z. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely buying this is written by Matthew Rosenberg uh, with art by Eddie Barrows. Um, and part of the reason I'm wanting to purchase this is because first of all, it seemingly has to do with zombies. Uh, Jason Todd, uh, Red Hood going to be the focus character here. Yep. Um, just like the other task force book. (laughs) Right. But all of the other characters are dead and brought back. So like man bats there, Bane, the Arkham Knight, Sundowner. And Mr. Bloom, which I was like, literally, we were just talking about the other day how we haven't seen Mr. Bloom. And I really kind of liked that character. Yeah. 
And I guess he missed that. I missed that he died. Right. I, I'm like, did he die in the book? In my head, he didn't. I guess he did. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not letting you go, Bloom, apparently. But I, I got to check this out, at least for the first issue. Um, yeah. And then who knows what will happen after that. But the, the, right. like I said, heavy week. Yes. Heavy, heavy week. Going to take a lot of time to read all these books. Yeah. We only find them where they're dead is coming out also. I know. There's like, I had a, I had a really cold list. The Wolverine's coming out this week too. Like yeah. it's just, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, folks. Gunslinger like, Spawn. What? <laughs> gunslinger Spawn. Yeah, I, I heard. I Have heard. you ever wanted to see Spawn as a gunslinger? For whatever reason, people are like really hyped about this book. And I'm like, it's just, sp- all right. Okay. Yep. Why not? People are hyped. I don't know why. He died in a day. Ah, there you go. Okay. That's when Mr. Bloom died. Oh, oh, it, oh, I don't count that. That's horse shit. <laughs> Stop saying a day. Like that's a thing. Not, it's not your fault. I'm talking about like these, you know, like James Tynan the fourth was like, Hey, a day. I'm doing this thing. Also, fuck you. Take up my money and go and later. Okay. <laughs> So, you know what sucks about that? Bloom hasn't been back. He came back to die. Right? That's so stupid. Anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Red Dead Spawn Dention. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our chat's pretty clever. Our they chat's are. pretty They're clever. The cleverest. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, uh, that's the, the all the news. It's fit to print. We're really excited uh, about sure. all these books, despite how expensive this week's going to be. Again, uh-huh. like Tiffany said, pace yourself. You know, if there's something that can be put on the back burner do so uh you know obviously wait because you can get them for cheaper later on in back issues uh not to be confused with our amazing show back issues on youtube.com slash comic pop which you can watch anytime uh but you know there's 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 more to it but it's listen there's all there's alternatives for example you should get ready to celebrate Scott Tober this October with three brand new titles from acclaimed comic book writer Scott Snyder and Comicsology Originals featuring art from superstar artists like Greg Capullo, Francesco Francavilla, and Francis Manipal. These titles will be released throughout the month of October and will be available via Comicsology Unlimited. You can try Comicsology uh, Unlimited today with a free 30-day free trial. Uh, did I mention it's free? Get unlimited access to over 40,000 comics, graphic novels, and manga. You can go to comicsology.com slash unlimited now to begin your adventure. So check those out. Uh, I've read them all, and they're all they're they're all good. Nice. Awesome. So yeah. I have not read any of them yet. No, you haven't. Uh, but I bet you like uh, the 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 Frank Avia one the most. Yeah. Night of the Ghoul. Night of the Ghoul. ghoul. I bet you do. I like the word ghoul. Well, who doesn't? It's a great book. It's a great word. It is. It could, it could be something super scary or like, you know, you know, cheesy and stupid. Right. Or you could, you could, it's a great insult for somebody. <laughs> like I, I have, uh, I have um, definitely called people that. A ghoul? Like, yeah. Like you're a ghoul. Get away from me. I've never called anybody that in, yeah. in earnest. You know, usually they're people who like take, take pleasure in suffering. You know, like they're, like oh, people yeah. who it's just a, it's a rare insult to use but it's it's biting because people go like oh like usually i i've like i haven't heard that word in forever and you used it to describe me <laughs> yes but, as uh, in the chat as it was said it could also be a batman villain and yeah. an al ghoul an al ghoul yeah <laughs> true 
good point. But listen, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe to our channels here on Compop Returns and over on YouTube.com slash Compop. Follow on Twitch.tv slash Pop. Check us out for doing gaming streams. Tuesday, Tiffany's going to be playing some freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to want to check out that game. If you want, if you don't want to buy it, watch Tiffany play it. See if it's right for you. Uh, outside of that, of course, you can uh, support your local comic book store and help us out by joining us at Patreon.com slash Pop. If you want to make us, you know, uh, be able to have better lighting and better internet. Uh, if we did have any hiccups, uh, please know it is not uh, the fault of your computer. It is the, res- the result of uh, uh, monopolies in the telecom industry. And I'm going to be talking to them in the next few minutes about why we had them at all, uh, because I'm paying a lot of money for it. But uh, outside of that, is there anything else we should remind everybody about? That our Halloween back issues will be coming out this week. And so be on the lookout for it. That's very true. That's very true. We all got dressed up. We did. We yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're really going to like the costumes that were put together. And uh, I don't know if the episode necessarily makes them look as good as they do in person, but uh... we took we had a little bit of a photo shoot. And uh, if you follow us on Instagram.com/slash/comicpopofficial, uh, in the next couple of days, I feel like we're going to be posting some photos from that experience. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, oh, and I guess you can follow us on TikTok.com/slash/comicpapa. To see us do TikToks. That's a thing. Hell anyway. yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Hell folks. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of Off the Rack and uh and more. So see you next time. And keep reading. Bye. Bye.